Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Hi, and welcome this week. We're going to talk about life hacks, and joining me today is Whitney, Sarah, and Catherine, and of course myself, and we're just going to go over, you know, what are some things that you do to hack your life into becoming a better version of yourself, solving a problem? I know for myself, I am all excited about the law of non-resistance, and you might ask, well, what is that? Or you might have heard of it. It's whatever you resist, persist. So when I'm making a decision in my life, if I feel a little bit of discomfort, I feel that resistance within myself, I know that I don't need to finish making that decision until I get peace about that resistance and it goes away. It's kind of like a relief. So how I've hacked this is, you know, I just access truth. I just go in and go, what is the truth about this? Why am I experiencing this resistance? And then I engage my imagination and I imagine what I want it to be. And when there's no resistance, we can become anything that we want to be. So, but, you know, a life hack isn't necessarily this, a spiritual thing. It could be as simply as, you know, doing something in your house to make it easier. It could be anything. So ladies, I, you know, share away. Whitney, do you have any ideas on what the life hacking is for you? I have a long list of life hacks. So. Oh, I'm so excited to hear these. This topic is just... I know. So, there's so much I feel like I can learn from this topic. So I'm excited that Whitney has a long list. I'm going to be taking notes during this podcast, too. It's funny. it's funny when we decided that this was going to be the topic. I was kind of like, life hacks? What are life hacks? I don't know what there are. So I went looking up on... I Googled it. I did the same thing, Whitney. I Googled it too. (laughs) And I got this this list of things like, you know, putting beeswax on your shoes if you want to waterproof them, I guess, in case you wanted to go walking a river and uh, you didn't have duck shoes. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know it. (laughs) did not. Well, there you go. So if you find yourself someplace... With beeswax, but not waterproof shoes, you can actually put beeswax on whatever shoes you have. I wonder if you could do that for walking in the ocean barefoot, if you can put beeswax on your feet. Okay, that's another story for another time. Well, I know, anyway. like, uh, you know, like a lot of surfers, they'll put like the beeswax or some sort of substance similar. That's what that is about. Surfboard yes. so that they don't it's called get, like, sex wax, right? Isn't that like that? Yeah. 
It's called yeah. sex life. You know, I never understood better Whitney about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never understood why it's called sex wax, but you know, I'm not going to Google it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, after I finished looking at Google and I was like, well, these aren't the kinds of things that I think I want to talk about. They, they were great tips for making life easier. Oh, here's one. I'll give you this one. On your keychain, if you have a keychain, right, or a collection of keys, put a hairband, wrap, put, tie a hairband on there because you can use it for a couple of different things. One, you'll always have one because it's tied to your keys, right? And who isn't always looking for a hairband? I actually keep them on the, I have a stick shift and I have like four or five on the stick shift so that they're always there in the car. But anyway, so you put them on your key ring and then you can, when you come into the house, say you're grocery shopping, you can slide the band on your wrist so you don't leave your keys either in the trunk of your car or, you know, drop them in the bag with your groceries or your purse and forget about them. So anyway, I did pick up a few. (laughs) My life has changed with that one. Me too. Yeah, because I'm always, I've got two different staircases. I'm always going up. I don't want to have to make an extra trip. Then I got my keys and I'm shoving my keys in my bra. See, so I, I did learn, my <laughs> I did learn a thing or two <laughs> of a Google, but I wanted to focus on the things that actually make my life easier in a different way. And so I thought about the different philosophies that I have or the things that I've learned over the past couple of years that have made my life easier on a different level. And I will say that, and we've talked about these two gentlemen before, but Jack Canfield and Tony Robbins and the philosophy from Jack Canfield of the E plus R equals O, the event plus the response equals the outcome, and the importance of taking responsibility for my life and knowing that I can only control the things that I can control, truly life-changing. Now, before I had heard it summarize in the equation and heard it from Jack, it was something that I was already working on in my life. But just having that little kind of go to a mantra, so to speak, where I'm reminding myself, I can't own things other people are doing. I can only take responsibility for my part. And I have to stop worrying about the outcome of things, right? Do what I can do. And then the outcome is the outcome and then let it go. So for me, that has helped me to stop wasting time and energy on things that I just don't need to waste time and energy on. And then the other one, which is a lot about the past from Tony is nothing has any meaning other than that which we give it. And when I think about the past, I guess the way it came to me as as I was preparing for this is that one, we can't change the past, right? And we spend so much time fretting and Claudette, you with the truth method and Kathleen, when she's here with us, you know, sharing about changing and making changes in the process that she uses with RIM, 
we can't do anything about the past. And so what is a life hack that I have used to help me kind of separate from that? And the thought is that the past, my past, is the exact one that I needed to create my now. And so if it wasn't what it was, this moment wouldn't be what it is. And while I don't have to own bad behaviors of other people through the first hack that I shared about E plus R equals O, I own my choices and my decisions. All of that stuff has made me the person that I am right here, right now. And quite frankly, I think I'm pretty freaking awesome. Uh, Not perfect. No, thank you. (laughs) I think we all agree. (laughs) Not perfect. Perfectly Whitney. Even though perfectly Whitney, but not perfect, right? Um, Perfectly Whitney. (laughs) I am am perfectly imperfect, but it is all of those moments of my past that have brought me to this place. And therefore the past is perfect, actually, right? Even if it isn't filled with a hundred percent of things that I would have wanted them the way that I wanted them. And then what that does for me is I can embrace the past. And so I can say this, my past is the exact one I needed to create my now and my future. This moment is the sum total of all the past moments and therefore cannot be changed. And I get to decide what the past means as I am creating the future I envision. And that has freed me from regrets. It has freed me from guilt and feelings of shame or anger with other people, with myself for not you know, that my finances aren't exactly the way I want them, that, you know, the body, the this, that, that I don't have to spend any time fretting about those things and allows me to just be in this moment, present moment awareness and appreciating where I am, who's in my life, what's in my life and enjoying my life. That sounds amazing. I mean, just being able to, you know, I got, there's some key things out of this. It's owning your choices and your decisions, Mm -hmm. but doing it in such a way that you don't regret it. Because, you know, I, I believe that living in regret, you know, there are some people that believe a person without regret don't trust. I've heard something like that, Mm. but to me, if you process it properly, you don't have to regret it. You could regret it for a minute. You could say, ah, but life is ever unfolding so we can make different choices. And, exactly. And, and it's the only way that we learn is if we do something that we perceive to be wrong or we can only learn from the feedback of what we're creating. And you said a key thing, the life that I am creating. Yes. Right? Yes. So we have to own the fact that we actually create all of our outward experiences, we create our life. We have to own that. I love that. Exactly. You You know, I just, you know, on the regret thing, I had not heard that quote. That seems a little interesting to me. And maybe 
in some respects, I can appreciate that. But I think the challenge is not having, like you said, a moment of regret, which would be a self-awareness that you hadn't made a choice or taken an action that maybe was really in alignment with who you are, or it calls to account that value that you have or want to have, the things that you've been doing in the past aren't in alignment with where you want to go. So in that respect, I can appreciate it. But the problem, I think, is regret, like guilt and shame and other emotions, is that we get stuck there And it keeps us from moving forward. So if your regret creates a problem for you, if if the regret is not serving you in a way that's about learning a lesson so that you can move forward, that's probably a regret that you need to do some exploration about a truth method session or whatever and figure out if that's something you should be holding on to. Otherwise, use that regret in the moment, make some decisions so that you can move in a different direction. I just made a decision for myself personally years ago. I wasn't going to spend time regretting the past because, as I said, everything that I have done has made me who I am. Every person (laughs) I've done, I won't go there, but everything that I've done, everything I've ever said, every action I've ever... Oh, so that was a delayed reaction there. That's why. <laughs> but all of those things, right, have led to this moment in the person that I am. So unless I don't like who I am in this moment, there's no reason to regret those things. They are a part of who I am. Have I, love- I acknowledged them and repented you know, made decisions to behave differently? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Regret is a correction from the soul, but we just don't need to hang on to it. So, exactly. Sarah, what are your thoughts on some life hacks? Thank you. Well, this is a topic I get super jazzed about. <laughs> Having published a book called Organization Hacker. <laughs> And then, oddly enough, having to change the name to Organization Secrets, because in case you didn't know, your malware does not like the word hacker. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, I, you know, I think that a little bit like we discussed in our last episode, where we can define, we all have a different story about just the word life hack, right? And how we identify with it. And I identify with it in multiple ways of my life, but definitely for me, most of my life hacks come back to organization. And it even goes to how I organize maintaining my daily routine and or maintaining, making sure that I'm keeping up with my health. You know, that's an organization hack that I have that's built into my day. But so I really appreciate where you're coming from, Whitney, because that is a really special way to think about a life hack, which is how much time do we waste on lots of challenging emotions that we get wrapped up in? I can, my aunt passed away last week. And so I really went through a series of emotions 
that I know this time I was able to get through faster from tools that I used on how I process information, how I hold on to or don't hold on to what others say or do in situations. So I definitely identify with that life hack. I think it's a beautiful one. And for me, I'm not sure it's something I would have really thought of, but I'm so glad you brought it up. And I think this is a topic that our listener is going to really identify on multiple levels because we all have a different story about it. One of my life hacks is my cell phone. So you know how we all have like a thousand apps? I actually categorize my apps and I have travel, I have photography, I have tools, I have entertainment, I have shopping and financial And I just take those apps that relate to those topics and move them into that category. So I know immediately, you know, that when I go to tools, there's probably six pages of tools that I use, but they're all in one spot. Uh, And another hack for your cell phone, which is a great one, is there's a search button. So if you're looking for an app, instead of flipping through hundreds of pages of your apps, just type in the app that you're looking for on the search button and that'll come up. That's so. so good. I just recently started doing that. And I, you know, I, that is such a key one, Sarah. I'm so happy you shared that. We're on our phones so much. I know. You know? And I can find myself just scrolling through, just trying to find, I mean, my Shazam app, just this morning, there was a song play, Alexa played a song I liked. I'm like, I need to Shazam, you know, and I'm like, type, I started to go like swipe my finger to look and I'm like, just type it in, you know, and it's, it really saves a lot of time because I find myself just scrolling across my phone and I'm like, what am I even looking for? You know, so I bet one of those life hacks is to go through and look at some of those apps that have never been used or rarely used yes. and get rid of some of those apps because yes. I do the same thing. I actually know where the apps that I use most frequently are. And I bet I could just take all of them and put them in groups on the first page and get rid of the rest of them. That's so true. And, you know, why are we even talking about life hacks? Why we talk about them right. is because it's about time. Yeah. Our most valuable commodity is time. And just and ease. So the ease of life. I mean, light, like we always talk about being in the flow of life and just sort of relaxing into things. I mean, this, you know, like for me, I love the feeling of being efficient and efficiency and just getting things done as easily as possible. Yeah, absolutely. But think about your iPhone. If you're wasting, let's say six seconds, let's go real micro guys. If we're wasting six seconds, how many times do you go to your screen a day? 20, 40, 40, let's say 40. I touch my phone. You think more? I have no clue. (laughs) Now he's he's not thinking. That's real micro thinking there. (laughs) Let's talk about it. And the reason is, let's talk about the why. Why do life hacks even freaking matter? If it's six seconds, 40 times a day, that's 240 seconds, right? Am I getting my math there right? And how many? Yes, that's four minutes. That's That's four four minutes. minutes A day wasted. Now I'm going to do the math. What about it could even be more than four because if you're oh, it's more than four. I was I right, was now I'm starting to get stressed out. Hold <laughs> on, <laughs> but okay. So I just saved you six seconds 
in your year, which turned into 24 hours and 33 seconds of your year on your iPhone that you're wasting if you're scrolling for six extra seconds. So the reason we're talking about the life hacks, even on a minute level, is we're saving time. And then that opens us up to do exactly what Catherine said, which is relax into ease and flow and not feel stressed. When I lose my keys... And I'll tell you, I always find them in the bathroom. I lose my keys. I am beyond stressed out because I can't get where I'm going. I've spent 10 minutes running up and down the house, looking everywhere I can think of. And, you know, it's impossible. So some of my life hacks include I'm always putting my keys back in my purse and then I hang my purse in a certain spot. You know, I'm always going back to the same spot where I know stuff is. Another life hack I have is when I leave my car, I take my trash. Or yes, when I do that, that's a good gas, I empty the trash out of my car. So, but then my car never gets to be a giant mess because like, I'm always keeping up. And mm-hmm. me, when I'm maybe having to put a client in a car, it, I got to have a cleaner car than most, right? Right. Um, so that's one of my life hacks. But one of my spiritual life hacks is getting myself and my mind, body, and heart ready for the day. Mm. Because when I don't do this, I get caught in my head. Or I'm not patient and in the flow, right, Catherine? I'm not in the flow, and I get anxious, and I I think sometimes I create problems, kind of like what you were saying, Claudette. You know, I'm not... I'm creating a problem because I'm in my head, not in my heart. So for me, I'm working on my health and detoxing. So I am religious about my Epsom salt baths. You guys know that I get a good detox in in the morning. And during that time, my life hack is I started meditating and meditating in the bath is harder than meditating, just sitting or, you know, wherever in a quiet space. Because I'm also hot, I'm heated, you know, things are happening in the bath, but Getting those two things done for myself in the morning set me straight, and I think it saves me time. I think I agree with you. Creates an experience that I can move on and be my best version of myself in the morning and then the rest of the day. And and probably a part of that you're setting yourself up for the day, but you have at some point taking care of your calendar, right? You're connected to what your day looks like so that you are able to, you know, Catherine's favorite word, flow from one thing that you're doing to the next because you already have the big picture of what that's going to look like. (laughs) And and I don't like going up river, you know, (laughs) I don't want to go up that damn stream anymore. I mean, sometimes, I mean, maybe like a half a percent of my life anymore, but yeah, it's, so flow. I love that Sarah. And that just leads into Catherine. Like, what are some of your life hacks? Um, well, I, you know, when I first was thinking about, you know, this topic, I was thinking, I don't have any hacks. <laughs> but then I started really thinking more into it. And, you know, I do have quite a bit, because there's like all these categories of life, right? Where we probably, we have all these different things and and you all have spent some time, you know, talking about, sort of keep, I keep call it the keeping our mind right uh, part of life, right? Our, our mental health. And so there's 
some little hacks that I like to do that if I'm feeling overwhelmed, for example, it's usually because I have like so much on my plate and that's just all in my mind. So I, uh, part of my ritual every day is I just, I write things down. And sometimes if I'm feeling really overwhelmed, like I'll, I'll do a couple lists a day. I call it a capture list. Actually, it's part of Tony Robbins rapid planning method system, how he runs all his businesses and all that. Anyway, so I, you know, one of my hacks is I know now, you know, we've all talked just on this podcast about sort of the mental and emotional clarity and how, you know, Sarah, you said, you know, with your aunt passing, how you were able to to feel a little bit, uh, to kind of create that healing process a little quicker, right? And so we all have little things, Whitney, Claudette, uh, you were talking about it as well. So in the moment, if I'm feeling really overwhelmed, it's usually because I have so much on my plate. I know I got to create that capture list and just write everything down. I know I'm not going to even get to all of it, but once it's out of my head, I just feel better. I feel clearer. I feel more focused. If I'm in a situation where... I'm getting upset with the other person that I'm talking to or in the line or I'm feeling frustrated or some sort of like disempowering emotion that I talk about frequently on here. There's a beautiful prayer. It's very simple. It's called Hoponono. And you can literally... I know. I can never get it right. I can't spell it right. All I know are the words. I love you. I'm sorry. (laughs) Please forgive me. Thank you. Well, it's, it can go in any. It doesn't have to be in that order. It doesn't have to be in. It doesn't have to be in the order. But you can, you or gratitude, right? So what I find is if I'm like in a situation, because we all get there, we get frustrated with people, right? And oftentimes, if you haven't figured out a hack or a way to kind of bring yourself out of the emotion or a way, this is a, a prayer you can do where you're just sending love, you're taking accountability, right there in the process. And it really helps me send love to this other person, right? Or thing that's causing me some sort of stress or disempowerment, right? And, or, you know, you can just sit there and think of some things, especially if, you know, spouse or family or whatever, just some things that you're grateful for about the person. And I really find that that helps me come back to like what really matters rather than just being all up in my head in that moment on what's probably my own trigger anyway. So we can post the, say it for me, Claudette, hope and no, 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 no. I did a, a training on this in the Let's Get Truth group and I had to learn to say, because I used to go, hope, oh, no, that thingy, whatever. Hope, hope pono, and no, pono. no, no. It's hope, pono, pono. Got it. So, But I literally had to life hack how to say that by looking at it on my screen. A few, like, it was just... Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. I'm so, so I think it's important to know, you know, we're talking about awareness, like we talked about awareness at the beginning of the podcast, right? And so now what are some little hacks you can throw in there to get your mind right is what I call it. I'll get up, I'll throw on a song that I love and I'll just rock out and dance for a couple minutes and that changes my state. It gets my energy going. It gets my my, I just get some endorphins flowing. Of course, working out also helps me with that sort of mental clarity focus, getting my mind right hacks, <laughs> which are a really, really important tool in my life. I'm um, able to handle all the different things I handle on a daily basis. 
So, you know, and then there's the organizational hacks. Sarah wrote a book about it, right? You know, one of the things that really helped me, and I have so much growth to do in this area, ladies. I am the first woman. I have not mastered this. Some little things that helps this person, me, who is not, doesn't, you know, care about organization as much, but it's definitely one of the top important things in life for our clarity and our focus. But just having like a home for everything, you know, being able to quickly, like 10 minutes, being able to like clean your house real quick. Like if someone calls me and they're like, hey, I'm in the neighborhood, I'll be there in 10. Like I know how to get this house looking real good in 10 minutes because I've got a space for everything to just go back. Because, you know, like today's Friday, I'm in the midst, I'm just on the tail end of doing an IRS audit. I'm, I've got, you know, business stuff going on. I've got like, my house is crazy right now because I've got like papers spread and bags and just piles. And so, but if someone showed up and they called me and they were like, you know, I'll be there in a little bit. Like I have homes for everything that I know to just make it look good. So I'm not super embarrassed when the person shows up and they're comfortable in my home. So having like homes for everything, like you mentioned the key thing earlier, Sarah, one of the things I put this little dish by my front door, I throw my keys there. I still lose them from time to time. My keys have always been you know, a beautiful challenge in my life. But, you know, just having, I have a little cute dish. My favorite color, it's blue. I throw my keys there. The blue catches my eye when I walk in because it's like my favorite color. And I just remember keys go there. And so I toss them right in there. Also, I spent a lot of my adult life traveling between the East and the West Coast for one of my businesses and getting really fun, unique colored luggage is like, just because, listen, what are the colors that we see, right? Go black, 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 black navy, yeah. black, navy. Yeah. I got a different color too, yeah. Yep, fun colors, right? It's fun to have, right? If you have a more traditional colored suitcase, you can always just throw like a cool scarf or something on it. Ribbon. That way you just grab it, you go, it's not yours. You're not getting home and going, oh my gosh. Whose stuff is this? <laughs> Which has happened before. Um, yeah. So uh, not to me, but to a friend when we were on vacation together. It's another another podcast. But so in running for my businesses too, and this is really, I mentioned a second ago, I'm going through an audit at the moment and taking, get, if you're in business, Get like an electronic, like, I don't even know what they're called, but I use Evernote and it's like an online virtual electronic kind of filing system. It's called Evernote. There's an app, you get the website, take pictures of everything, create files, take, and then you just send it. You don't have to keep all this paper. you got the records right there. You file away, it can be receipts, important doc, all my legal docs, my tax docs my receipts, yeah. my notes for, I have worked with different consultants, my notes from, you know, cause I used to have 25 notebooks, you know, for different things I had going on. So now I write a note, you know, whatever. And then I'll take a picture and I file it in the appropriate, but that has been a game changer for me. And it's a fairly new system for me. So I can really see the value of having that especially with what I'm, some of the stuff I'm dealing with right now with having to get all, have all my records and all that. So that is huge. Does anyone use electronic kind of online system like that? I do Dropbox. So everything, I take pictures and then send them to Dropbox. 
And I'll even do a print to a PDF on email or whatever. So everything is saved on Dropbox. So and it's all filed. It's all, I can go back to anything at any time. So, yeah. So I learned some lessons from you ladies on that. I probably have the worst filing record keeping system. I guess I shouldn't say that out loud and never know when some IRS person might be listening in our audience. So (laughs) I will definitely take some notes from you guys on that. Here's a hack. Here's a hack how to change that. So like, if there's something you recognize, okay, that you want to improve upon, all you have to do is go quiet for a minute. And I've learned the power of this hack over the years, but more recently, even just in the past few months, it's the hack of your imagination. Okay. So our imagination, we discount it like, Oh, it's just your imagination. It's just your, well, I'm sorry, everything that's ever been invented or created in the world has come from someone's imagination. Imagination is the birthing of the idea in the creation. So I've begun to hack that, and it goes along with that law of non-resistance. So if I'm envisioning, let's say I want to get better organized. So instead of thinking about it and condemning myself at how bad I am, I'll just sit and place my hand on my heart, take a few deep breaths. You know how Kathleen, she's not here, but she'll say to breathe, you know, and go into the heart. And then I'll visualize me actually in the act of organizing, in the act of the completion of it, looking at everything going, I'm done. This is amazing. And then I'll think from that, not to it, from it. And that's how you shift the state to being it. And so that's a life hack for me. And an- another one that I'm, that I've been testing and it's freaking amazing is, you know, we have all these big ideas. We have all these things that we want to do. And we all know that, you know, if everyone were honest, we fall a little short in being who we want to be. Like we all have this ideal, this highest version of ourselves. And we're like, I'm not there yet, whatever. Start to visualize that highest version. Who is she or he? What would you say? What would you do? You know, Tony Robbins talks about stepping into that state. Well, let's take it a little further. And, you know, if you want to create that successful business, if you want to have that successful business, visualize the act of already being there. Visualize the end from the beginning, go to the end, visualize pulling the end into the now, use your imagination. And then understand that divine intelligence will take care of the how. And and then start following the nudges, the little guidance. And so I completely testing this in setting up a business. And I have set this one up. It's I do projects with people and I've set this one up in about a fourth of the time with the least amount of hassle. And I do LLC, like I have agreements all the time, all this stuff. And I do this all the time and it's just been so easy. So this also follows the law of non-resistance. You know, you'll wonder how certain people get a lot of things done and then other people work their tails off and don't get it done. Just pause for a minute, get out of your head, go into your heart, imagine the end result and imagine it completed and then go into the feeling of the completion and start to think from there and understand divine intelligence will give you all of the how 
follow that guidance and be amazed at what will happen. So to me, that's how I've just life hacked my days, my scheduling, everything that I do, and I'm enjoying it. Freaking, I feel so relaxed, as Catherine was mentioning, in the flow. So does Sarah. You all did. It's in the flow, and it's in the ease, and it's non-resistance. So, and it's just, it's beautiful. And there is a divine intelligence that is higher than what I call my brain, or Chi-Chi, I've named my brain. You know, so that would be my life hack that I'm really into right now. It's just amazing. Does anyone have any closing comments before we wish everyone well for the week? I do. I think you reminded me of another life hack that I think is really powerful for everybody. And that is join a mastermind, join a group of people that, you know, are going to help hold you accountable and elevate you, but a place where everybody's sharing ideas. I'm in a mastermind that I literally attend for two hours once a month. So it's two hours of my life. But in that last call, we all solved a problem that I thought was brilliant. These are all business owners and entrepreneurs. And we were talking about training, right? How do you create a training manual? You know, what goes into it? And how are you coming up with that information in the most efficient way? And in the call, we decided you probably should record yourself training that next person. So let's say, Catherine, I'll just use you as an example. You've got a front desk person that you're going to train. If you record yourself vocally as you're training that person, have it transcribed, then have it re-edited. And you've literally created your training manual with And I think there's a company called Rev.com that'll transcribe very cheaply. But instead of sitting down and trying to reinvent the wheel or create it, do it as you're doing it and then repeat, repeat, repeat so that you're not... I love that. Great idea. And we were talking about creating admins and, you know, oh my gosh, it takes four weeks to train an admin. You know what, Sarah, you just reminded me because I developed a whole training system for real estate, for buyers, for sellers for agents working with buyers and sellers and all that. And I got to the point where an agent would call in, ask a question. I would go, do you mind if I record this? And I did the same thing. I used Otter and I would record it while I was training them. And then I put it under the category and it was in transcript and then it was video and it was done. And it got to the point that I had a brand new agent come in And she did a complete listing and only had one question in her reviews were five star. It was her first time ever doing a listing, but she followed the training and she only asked me one question because she was like, is this normal for an attorney to act this way? And I was like, nope. And so I shared with her how to handle it. Right. But no, you're so right. You reminded me of that. That saves How many times do we repeat ourselves? I think the recording is probably one of the hugest life hacks, right? Memos, to remember things for later. If you don't have pen and paper. I just did this yesterday with someone who was writing for a book. She's contributing to a book and was like struggling with what to say. I just started asking her questions. And as she was talking, I just hit record. I didn't even say I'm recording this. And then when we were done talking, I said, you've already written, you already have what you need to write. 
I'm sending you the recording, write it. And so that is a brilliant one. But, and I know we need to wrap up. I just want to say this last one in terms of time. I get up before the world gets up every morning so that I can get done what I need to get done before the distractions start. So that is my one sort of organizational hack is to get up early, get done and prioritize what it is you want to get done. My day starts as Sarah's does with meditation and prayer. I'm journaling my affirmations and visualizations. Those are things that have to be a part of my day every day and exercise. And I do it before my husband and other people who want to have some part of my time step up in into my world. I love that. That's awesome. Definitely. I love that. Ladies, another good call. Thank you for all of your tips and for uh, striking, you know, just striking me with ideas to remember things to go, wait a minute. Yes. Keep doing it. And we just wish you well. And we thank you for joining Beyond Your Best Plan. And this was an excellent call. We appreciate you. And thank you for listening. And we will be talking to you next week. Thank you. What a great episode. I'm completely inspired. Have a beautiful week, everyone. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.